Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Welcome back, folks. I'm Larry Kudlow. And we're going to just bring him right in, my friend, Lee Zeldin, Republican candidate for governor. Going to win this race, maybe the biggest race in the country. Lee Zeldin, thank you for doing this. And I want to start with this in today's paper. So Pat Hochul says, now, you are dishonest about crime. There's really not a big crime problem at all, and the statistics show it, okay? And she's bringing in Hillary Clinton and God knows who else to make that case. There's really no crime, Lee Zeldin. How about that? You know what I loved about her interview yesterday morning on CNN where she's trying to go down this narrative what she doesn't realize while she's on TV is that CNN had a side-by-side where the other frame was of all of the different major crimes mm. that are up. So she's trying to tell people that you're a data denier and a conspiracy theorist if you're talking about how there's a crime issue that needs to get tackled. And while she is going down this narrative, she's getting it thrown back on her. As a matter of fact, yesterday, she, go, she goes on to MSNBC, and the host starts pushing back at Hochul, saying that she doesn't feel safe, that when she goes into the pharmacy that, that things are on lockdown, that uh, she's not riding the subway. So Hochul is just so completely out to lunch and delusional in trying to ignore what's going on and trying to give everyone you know, a spin job that there's nothing to see here. And she's really alienated herself from the voters who what they want is leadership boldness. They want to roll back pro-criminal laws. They want to fire weak DAs who refuse to enforce the law. And they want to back our men and women in blue. So every time she tries to dig herself out of this hole in, in spinning out of the crime topic, she only digs deeper because she just doesn't get it. Well, what I think I also heard yesterday, uh, she's saying repealing cashless bail is simplistic solution. Very simplistic. Uh, listen, it's just something that needs to get done. It shouldn't even be viewed as a Republican versus Democrat issue. Uh, even the mayor of New York City, Eric Adams, says that judges should have discretion to weigh dangerousness when setting bail. He's right. Let's all work together to fix this. Uh, and it's not just Castle's bail, but there are these other laws called the HALT Act and raise the age and less is more. And there were some discovery law changes that were made. And the people who are in charge right now, Kathy Hochul and her allies, are acting like there's more pro-criminal laws to pass. They're trying to pass a new law called uh, the Clean Slate Act to wipe out a whole bunch of different criminal offenses. That's being boosted in the state legislature. They want to attack qualified immunity for law enforcement. And they're just getting started. This is their warm-up. For us, on the other hand, we're saying that if you're a Mexican cartel drug smuggler busted with $1.2 million in crystal meth, that you shouldn't be released on Castle's bail. We look at these stories like... For example, uh, just outside of Buffalo, Kiara Hudson was just murdered by her husband, Adam, in front of her three kids. She was wearing a bulletproof vest the day before. Adam was released after charged with a slew of domestic violence offenses. Kiara says, you can't release him. He is going to kill me the next day, on Wednesday. A few Wednesdays back, she is murdered in front of the three kids. And again, she's wearing a bulletproof vest. So I believe 
that that judge should have kept this guy detained. Now, that's not an extreme view. Uh, and if it comes across as simplistic, well, I don't care whatever you want to call it. Just get the job done. Well, some of the best solutions are relatively simple solutions. We never want to make anything harder than it needs to be. I mean, I've lived with that for 40 years plus in in and out of government. Yes, sometimes the simplest things are the best things, and that's the story here. I mean, what does Hochul say? Uh, Empowering judges is a bad thing, or is she going to stick with this? We're going to continue. If she were reelected, she will do nothing uh, with respect to cashless bail. Is that her position? She says you have to elect her to find out what her position on it oh, might be right. in January. Right. She's that, and that's what she says. She she says that she will look at it again in January. But she's not promising anything. She's not stating that she has any belief that any changes at all need to get made. And and actually, you know, to your point about the judges, she actually attacks the judges and prosecutors. Her position is that they don't understand the law. Mm. She'll say, "Oh, well, that was a bail eligible offense." But here's the problem. The way that they wrote the law, they say that the judge has to set bail based on the least restrictive means to secure that person's return to court. Dangerousness isn't a standard. Mm. That's what Eric Adams and Bob Bob Duffy was the former lieutenant governor, Democrat, under Andrew Cuomo. He's calling for it as well. So this shouldn't be some Republican versus Democrat issue. And Kathy Hochul has nominated herself to just sit there alone on some island divorced from reality and just mocking everyone, trying to deflect to everyone and trying to change the subject at any cost. Liesel, you're making progress with the suburban soccer moms. Tell us about that. I feel like we're making progress with everybody. And uh, what, what I found, I just left a another great rally in Putnam. Our rallies, by the way, a lot of them have been drawing into the thousands. Uh, we have six rallies today. Uh, but we're just outside of New York City. You never and... invite me to your rallies. You never invite oh, are you, me. Are you Here's kidding your, me? Your pal you're pal Larry. That. And you... <laughs> uh, you, you are. You, you do realize that within moments of the end of this call, there's a text that is coming your way. Uh, I would love to have you join us. Yeah. Well, I may have some issues with my employer, but whatever. You're co- well, listen. I, yeah, you've, co- you've co-hosted this radio show for the last six months. I can't do anything better than that. You've almost co-hosted the TV show, so people know where I stand. But seriously, I mean, I think this uh, non the, the point about crime here. It's a nonpartisan issue. All right, it, it's you know we're talking about su- suburban soccer moms. We're talking about. I'm assuming Hispanics are talking about African-Americans, talking about Asians. It really isn't. It shouldn't be a partisan political issue. That's right. And Republicans and Democrats and independents all want to feel safe on the streets and in the subways. They all want to support our men and women in law enforcement. And there are people of all walks of life who realize that there's a need for balance to be restored to Albany on this. Uh, and we have found with, a lot of people who, for you know, some of them tell us, lifelong Democrat, always voted Democrat, but this year they're voting for us because they've had enough. Mm. And, and they don't want to be told that there's nothing to see here that is just perception. We've been down this road before. In the 1980s, the elected officials were lecturing the public while crime was on the rise mm. that it was perception. And, and they've, they realized then that what needed to happen 
was that they would all unite as they did in 93 in New York City when, when Rudy Giuliani got elected. In 1994, uh, statewide when George Pataki got elected, that you can't just give this free pass down partisan political lines. What you need is to work together across lines to be tough on crime, to lock up the bad guys. When we had a debate a week and a half ago, and I, and I was pointing out, hey, we're almost halfway through the debate. We had all these different questions about crime. And you haven't yet, Kathy Hochul, referenced the whole locking up the bad guy part of fighting crime. Her response to me was that she doesn't understand why that's so important to me. And when she says she doesn't understand why that's so important to me, that's a message to all New Yorkers who have this as a very important concern for them. Again, totally alienating herself from the voter. Lee Zeldin, the New York economy is in trouble, too. Tell us a little bit about your program for that. Uh, we have to improve the business climate here in the state. We should be operating off of a state spending cap. We have to bring spending under control. We should cut taxes across the board. The state tax should go. The income tax uh, should go down across the board. I personally, even reducing it across the board would be progress. You need people in charge of agencies that are supporting businesses as opposed to trying to prosecute businesses all day, every day. We should reverse the state's ban on the safe extraction of natural gas, improve new pipeline applications, uh, and much, much more. We've reached a point where the state's economic development plan long-term is that rather than trying to recruit businesses into the state for low taxes or a good regulatory environment or pro-business state agencies, they've basically given up and decided that they're going to attract businesses here by giving out tax breaks to, excuse me, to individual companies to try to lure them. But in other states where the business climate is better, the businesses just go there. You don't have to bribe them. So what we need to look at is everything that is wrong with that current trajectory of the state, uh, and then look to other states at what they're doing right. And we need to get back to the point where businesses are just coming back to New York for a good business climate, bringing their jobs, low taxes, more freedom, a better regulatory setup, and people who are running you know, the Department of Labor and Department of Financial Services in D.C. and elsewhere, where they want to harness jobs, where they love jobs, and they're looking to do their part to help grow jobs. It is a totally different direction than what we've seen under Kathy Hochul, uh, and we're ready to start that day one with the people we put in place in these state agencies. You know, um, bribing Micron for $630,000 a worker – that's insanity. But that doesn't help the small business. That doesn't help the shopkeeper. That doesn't help the new business. And that's why that's a phony policy. Anyway, Lee Zeldin, last couple of days, best of luck on the campaign trail. I know you're going to be a winner. Thanks for coming back on our show. All right, folks, I'm Larry Kudlow. We're going to take a break. And the other side of the break, we're going to do a little bit of stock market work. Stick around. Much more happening right here. <laughs> 